to episode number 49 of the Chirping the Cats podcast. I'm your host, David Dwork, and congratulations, we've made it into the second half of the season. We're past the All-Star game and heading straight for the trade deadline, which is coming up uh, on March 21st, which is less than three weeks away when I'm recording this podcast. And I mean, look, historically, the Panthers are probably in the best shape they've ever been at this point of the season, whether it's points-wise or in the standings, where they remain in contention for not only uh, an Atlantic division title, but also for the President's Trophy, which goes to the best team in the league at the end of the season. Uh, and it's kind of mind-blowing to say that out loud, but it's true. It's happening. And it looks like it may kind of be the norm for the next several years, the way this team is built. Uh, it has truly been a remarkable turnaround that this franchise has uh, gone through uh, over the last couple of years. Um, and one of the players that was brought to South Florida specifically to help turn things around and to change the culture, uh, was defenseman Radko Dudas. Uh, now, admittedly, uh, I was not a big fan of Radko's during his career, his pre-Panthers career. Uh, it certainly didn't help that he played most of that time with Tampa and with Philly. Uh, obviously, no love lost between the Panthers and either of those franchises. Um, and I mean, look, he hasn't been the same player in South Florida that he was for part of his career in those other places. Uh, he's cleaned up his game pretty considerably, in my opinion. Um, he's still very physical, very scary guy on the ice to play against, I'm sure. But you don't see the the cheap things. You don't see the the you know the after the whistle stuff or the maybe over exuberance uh, that got him into some trouble earlier in his career. And instead, uh, it's allowed his defensive abilities, which have always been you know very very good. He's always been an excellent defender. Um, it's allowed that to shine and show more. And as a result, you know, he's become one of the most reliable uh, defenders the Panthers have. Look, between the way his game has grown and the way he seems to have matured uh, and and combining that with just getting to know the kind of person he is over the last couple of years, I've gone from not being a fan of his at all uh, to to becoming a a really big fan of his as a person and as a hockey player. Um, He's very genuine. He's a family-oriented guy. Um, and when I say family oriented, I, you know, that could be, uh, the family members that are his teammates that he sees at the rink every day, or, uh, or that could be the family he goes home to when, uh, when he's done playing hockey, uh, when he goes home to his wife and his four young children, uh, that he absolutely loves and he loves, you know, you'll hear about it in a minute. Um, but yeah, so just, um, just awesome stuff. And I, and really, uh, really happy the way things have turned out because I will say when the Panthers, uh, signed Radko uh, a couple summers ago. Uh, I went from, this is a guy who I was like, oh my God, I can't stand when the Panthers play against this team. I don't know what's going to happen. As soon as the Panthers signed him, it was like excitement. It was like, yes, this is what we need. We need this guy. We need a good defenseman, but we need somebody who's not going to take any shit from anybody. We need somebody that puts fear into the heart of his opponents when they take the ice against him. Uh, it was an element that the Panthers were missing and uh, he's done a great job filling that role for them. But like I said earlier, doing it in a way that hasn't really hurt his team at all. Um, It's just been an amazing, amazing signing and a great fit for uh, Radko and the Panthers. And I was very lucky earlier uh, today, uh, I recorded this, uh, I had a chance to sit down with Radko after Panthers practice. And I mean, we talked about his role with the team, how much he loves South Florida, his nickname, the Butcher, uh, his beard, which is epic, and you know, a bunch of other things. So yeah, without any further ado, Here's my uh, conversation from earlier with uh, Panthers defenseman Radko Gudis. 
All right, we're here on the uh, Chirping the Cats podcast, and I'm sitting down with Florida Panthers defenseman Radko Dudas. Radko, first, thank you for taking a few minutes with me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure, man. Um, the first thing I'm going to ask you before we get into the fun stuff, when, when you were signed with Florida, kind of the outside perception was that you were coming in as a veteran to kind of help guide the youngsters and, you know, show them the way, really, to victory. Is that accurate perception? Have you, like, helped out in that way? Uh, I'm not sure if I helped in that way, but, uh, you know... Um, I'm a guy that works hard every day, that shows up at the ring every game. I'm trying to um, build a work ethic uh, for the gro- group around me, and I, I feel like the guys are the guys are working pretty hard here. And uh, you know, since since we joined with some other veterans here, I think we uh, I think we did some good work. And if, if the young guys, obviously, I don't know how they were before, but right now they're all working uh, working pretty hard, and it's fun to be part of uh, this group. So um, yeah, definitely. Possible had some positive uh, on this uh, impact, but uh, I don't want to credit myself for that for sure. Well, in terms of you know following the right example and setting a good example, one thing that I think was interesting, uh, it happened a couple weeks ago, there was a skirmish on the ice and uh, Sam Reinhardt, who had never been in a fight before, quickly to jump in at his teammate's defense when Mason Marchman, I think, was hit by the bench. And that's the kind of thing when you see guys so quick, no matter who's on the ice, to get each other's back. It's like a brothership, a brotherhood between the players. and. You know, I like to think that maybe you had something to do with that just because you've always been a guy that's always been quick to come to the defense of your teammates. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's what you want to see from your team. Uh, doesn't matter who it is. It's five guys on the ice. It's always somebody there for you. And um, you don't want to have a problem with one guy on the other side. You, you know you have uh, four guys or five guys behind your back that are willing to do anything for you and help you out in certain situations. And nobody liked the hit on, on Mason. And, uh, you know, Sam did great thing he did great in the fight as well so it was a really really great booster for the whole group now i i love your nickname the butcher and <laughs> i don't know the story behind it but i was told it's a great story so i didn't want to look it up i just wanted to ask you so what's the story behind being the butcher <laughs> i i don't <laughs> necessarily think it's a great story but uh, there's few few guys and uh, it came from the philadelphia times when they really liked the way i played and just came up somehow. Uh, one of the fans really, really ended up loving the name and put it on a T-shirt. My trainer, uh, without me even knowing, my trainer found out and put it on all of my gear. So I showed up at the ring and everywhere was the butcher, you know, on the on my skates and my blades and gloves <laughs> and sticks. So it was pretty fun and uh, you know, just stuck. It got it, it stuck and now um, been called like that since since that. You like having that nickname? It's intimidating, right? Yeah, it's intimidating. I'm not. Uh, I'm not against it. Uh, you know, it's it's nickname like any other nickname. You know, if you don't look into the meaning, but uh, you know, it is it is intimidating, and in the hockey world, it's pretty funny. So I also wanted to ask you about your fashion sense, because the Panthers do a good job of posting pictures of you guys before the games, and you always look quite dapper with you know nice suits, and the hats are really cool as well. I do, you take a lot of pride in your your fashion sense. Yeah, I mean, look good, feel good, play good, you know. So uh, I'm trying to uh, trying to do my best when we're when we're down here, and I like the suits and I like the business uh, business side of things. So it, it is fun to dress up for the game since uh, uh, we have the opportunity. So it's 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 nice to show the young guys how to dress, you know, because sometimes they show up with some questionable <laughs> questionable outfits and uh, combinations. See, that's where you're setting the example, right? <laughs> exactly. You gotta exactly you gotta show on and off the ice the example. Now, but tell me about the hats, though, because I, I love, they're really cool. You, it seems like you got different ones that match the different suits. Like, has that always been a thing that you always had the hats? 
Uh, I didn't always have it. I always wanted to have it. Uh, you know, my rookie year, I, I got my first hat and I wore it a few games and uh, I came after the game and it was caught in pieces and <laughs> uh, I've been told that rookies shouldn't wear hats yet. So I waited my, my fair share of time and uh, after a few years, I started uh, slowly building up the collection. And we had a pretty good store in Philadelphia. There's one down here in Miami. So um, yeah, I got a good, good connection with them and they're helping me out and uh, you know, it looks good so far, yeah. How many hats do you have? Uh, like seven, seven, eight. Oh, not too many. Yeah, not too many. Um, I, I still think I, I can still get some more, but uh, uh, depends how many suits I have too. You know, it's it's nice and matched up right now with all the suit colors, so I don't. I'm not in a need for one right now. <laughs> Uh, another cool thing that I've noticed that you do this year is after wins, you do the high five line. And uh, I don't know if you have a different one with different guys, but it kind of seems like you're heading the charge with that. Is that, you know, kind of a cool moment after the game? You like to have that camaraderie with your teammates? Yeah, 100%. I love it. Um, I love giving one high five, especially after a big win, after everybody's happy. So, um, you know, I did it with, with a few other teams, but uh, this year is really picking up with every guy, every guy trying to get his own handshake. and. <laughs> It's really hard for me sometimes to remember all of them, but it, it, it's great. We're lucky, lucky enough for us that we got, uh, or great for us that we got so many victories that we get to practice it a lot. And um, I think right now we're, uh, we're we have a pretty good lineup of high fives. Yeah, you got some. Of, I see that you got the Top Gun one out there. But one of the favorite things that you've done post game is with Barky, where he you kind of play goalie. I see you kind of do the windmill save a little bit there. Like, is there a story behind that? Because I'm a goalie. I absolutely love that. Uh, it's not really a story behind that. Barky's pretty good with uh, making up shit as it goes or <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the last second. So I usually have to react. So sometimes when he brings us something to shoot at me, I have to react quickly. And uh, I was thinking maybe a baseball stand too next time. So we'll see what, oh. uh, what will happen. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're more focused it's at the moment. Most of the times so it's more of a relief after the 60 minutes of hard work to get the two points and uh, do something funny. It's, it, it was always... Uh, it was always something that I like to do, and Barky's cherished it enough, uh, <laughs> cherished it too, so it's, it's a pretty cool moment. It's good for him. I gotta say, you get the stick covering the five hole, you, you know, the glove was up, oh, it's I good. Think I, got a, I think I got a good, uh, good style, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I wanted to ask you, because you've been down here in South Florida for, I guess, a year and a half now or so, can you tell me one thing that you like about living down here that has nothing to do with hockey? Well, uh, I moved down here because I started in, in, uh, in Florida, in Florida organization with Tampa, and I, when I had the opportunity to come back down here, um, get my family to uh, enjoy or experience the local weather, um, that, was, that was a big reason for me um, to come down here. And right now when we're down here, the kids are in the pool every day, so that's for me um, the family time that uh, I don't think I would enjoy. Um, anywhere else the pool time every day uh, than, than here so um, right now I'm trying trying to live in the moment and enjoy the time with the small kids at the pool so right now for me the, the pool thing is for sure number one not not to play favorites too much but is this kind of with the family and with the hockey I mean this is kind of like the place to be in terms of you know throughout your career uh, definitely I mean I, I did enjoy playing in in the places like Philly and Washington I had I had great time and um, I didn't miss any anything and I, I think still the, the life was really quality but uh, you know coming down here and uh, enjoying the the perks of Florida there there's a lot of pluses that are not in, in other places so definitely definitely one of the places that uh, that has a lot to offer and uh, we're trying to take it biggest advantage we can uh, um, one thing that I it's an idea that I had because you know we got the playoffs coming up a lot of guys like to grow the playoff beard 
you already got a pretty distinguished beard. So what do you think about the idea of the reverse playoff beard? After every round, do you think I you, should shave? You, well, no, after every round, you guys win, you take a layer off, and then if you get to the finals, then you go clean shaven. I go baby face in the finals. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody would recognize me in the finals, actually, who I am. So uh, <laughs> never thought about it this way, actually. Well, it's uh, a way for you to kind of, because you can't grow a playoff beard. You yeah, maybe it's something I would, uh, I have to think about. Yeah, for sure. You have a, you're, you might be onto something, <laughs> but uh, never thought about it like this, to be honest. But I'm excited to see some guys trying to grow some beards. So that's really what I'm looking for, like Marchi and Lundy. You know, I'm looking forward to see their playoff beards. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be able to grow the best one? Well, Eki. Eki has a really solid beard. I think it's going to be really, really fun to see his. Um, um, I'm excited to see uh, Gustav Forslings uh, <laughs> try. But uh, yeah, there's a few guys on our team that I think that, that would grow solid. You know, Jumbo, obviously, he's in mm. playoff mode already, so it's, it's fun to see. Uh, I think Horney's going to have a great one as well. So I'm, I'm really excited about you guys having a solid one. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for taking a few minutes and talking some silly stuff with me. I appreciate it, and best of luck the rest of the season. Thanks for having me. All right, well, that's going to do it for uh, episode number 49 of the Chirping the Cats podcast. I want to offer a big, big thank you to uh, the Florida Panthers and defenseman Radko Gudis for sitting down and chatting with me and just being so cool and uh, just for a great conversation. And also thank you to everybody who's listening to this podcast. Your support is very, very much appreciative. Uh, appreciated rather and, and just please remember uh, if you're a fan of my work you can find all my written panthers coverage on local10.com you can get it on the uh, local 10 app as well and if you don't already uh, please give me a follow on twitter at david work for all my daily coverage of the panthers and, and of course if you haven't already please smash the subscribe button on this podcast and uh, leave a good rating maybe even a good comment as well if you don't mind uh, but but as always just thank you so much for listening and for tuning in and until next time everybody please just take care of yourselves Stay safe, be kind, and as always, stay cool.